Cheers. Hello. This is Horny for Love, a sexual podcast about our quest for love and life in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So it's not just sex, people. Love too, baby. Hi, I'm John Anthony. I'm a, a beautiful 26-year-old writer that is a recent transplant from New York to LA. And I'm Andrea Lee Christensen, a beautiful 20-something who has a similar age to that of John Anthony's, but I will not confirm nor deny what exactly. I'm an actress who just moved to Los Angeles from NYC. Oh my God, Chance, we're both from New York. I know. We met at this um, infamous unnamed institution where we studied acting. That may or may not be Juilliard. It's not. But it could be. But it could be. Um, it's Is it so wrong if they think it is? It's not so wrong. It's not so wrong at all. Mm-mm. But we'll just say that whether it is or is not Juilliard, it is prestigious. I'm a little embarrassed about what I said earlier. What'd you say? <laughs> a recent transplant. Like, ugh, I didn't like that way I phrased it. Also, literally. Well, you are a newbie. I know, but also literally, as I'm swiping on Tinder, every guy's bio is ah, LA by way of NYC. LA, I'm new here from New York. LA, I'm a transplant from New York. It's like, oh my God. And you're cool. just another one of them. I know, but I don't put that in my Tinder bio. Okay, fair. Lame. And I certainly will not put it on my Raya bio. And <gasps> <laughs> use the flash, the only dating app I'm on. <laughs> well, so, I am in LA after all. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Well, <laughs> we started this pod because we want to take you along on this journey as we like try to fall in love with living in LA. And fall in love with maybe boys. <laughs> Hopefully boys. Not men. Well, well, I could fall in love with a man. Okay. Yeah, I want yeah. a man. Sure, I guess I want but a man But also, too. you know, like a person would I be nice. I feel like I've been dating a man for the past five years and I'm recently single. Oh. Oof. T up front. <laughs> okay, so Dre, how do you feel at current okay. about living in LA? So Andrea has just moved to Los Angeles mm. like much more recently than John Anthony. And Andrea feels a little displaced. I mean, I landed in Los Angeles not so long ago. Let's just say like a month or two. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I was Sans boyfriend, Sans transportation, Sans house, and Sans job. So I felt so freaking displaced. And I'm slowly trying to build up the pieces one by one. So now I have a few of those things. Like I have a place to live and I have a car. But as I'm crossing off the things on the bucket list... Not on the bucket list, on, on the, the to-do, to-do list. list. On the to-do list, I'm like reckoning with, whoa, what are my emotions for mm. the first time being all alone? Mm. And how do I feel about Los Angeles, which is a little confused. Wow. I applaud the honesty. Yeah. You know, that's what that's what is applauded in Los Angeles, honestly. Is, is honesty authenticity. I don't know. About that's that. what people crave in <laughs> They crave it because it's not here. This. Yes. Kidding. And how do you feel, my friend? 
Um, I feel better about it than I have in the past. I moved here like about a year ago, but it was like during the panty, so which Ew, is still happening. Do not but, mention her. Yeah. Um, but it's been a lot better as of the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. The first most of that year has been rough, but I'm feeling better about it. Yeah. I, I feel more settled and I feeling like there's ups and downs, but overall I feel pretty good. We're still discovering the city. We're discovering ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we were taking you guys along on the journey. Wait, can I tell yeah, you about yeah. this place I went to that I really loved this week? I would love for that. Um, okay, so I work in a restaurant, TMI. Um, just for my income, okay? I am a writer. Anyway, um, I met this really cool uh, person at the restaurant who was like, hey, uh, I want to invite you to this party tomorrow. And I was like, okay, yes, thank you. And it's this party called Evita, which is a queer party. It happens every Friday, once a week, um, at this venue called The Nightingale in West Hollywood. And I've been, like, testing the waters in the gay scene, like, since I got here. Um, and this is, like, I think my favorite party that I went to. Hot. Yeah, it was like so fun. Like they have famous drag performers and famous like musicians perform every week. Um, and the week I went, it was Valentina for all the uh, RuPaul fans out there. Um, she was amazing. And Cupcake. Have you Ooh. heard Cupcakes? Like raps? Oh my God. Only because you had us listen to it. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh my God. Oh She's my God. like so explicit in the best way. And I, I love know. it. Like going for a night out, like right before you walk into wherever blasting some cupcakes. I want to like, suck your dick. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're right. You're let right. Me, let me do that tonight. Well, the party was freaking awesome. And the, my, like one of the best parts about it is that they have like MCs and dancers like while, while, we're waiting for the like main event performers to come on. And those dancers and MCs are f- so talented, so awesome. And they like keep the party alive. Like it's not like you go to a club and it's kind of up to the like guests to like keep the party going. They keep the party going the whole night. And it was like so refreshing and so fun. The only downside is that the drinks were exorbitantly expensive for like Uh-oh. literally a tequila soda. So, um, pregame if you go i love that i love a venue where it's like no pressure to dance you know like or if you want to dance but then you want to like suddenly do something else like you can but the party's like always still going yeah i will say it was like a very dance heavy place like there is like a there was an outdoor spot there's like a place for you to chill but you're really going there to like be active the whole night yeah yeah what about you did you have anything like this week that was sexy and fun i i Okay, so I was coming off of a bender the other because that's what you do when you move to Los Angeles, yeah. <laughs> is that you have to have a few nights in a row going out. I mean, they don't have to be in a row. That's just how I did it. Um, so one day I was working at a bar and I was like, why not keep the party going? So somebody <laughs> sat down at the bar and I got to go early and I was like, okay like you're kind of cute you got to go home from work early. i got to go home from work early mm-hmm. and i was like what are you doing after this and wow he was like, what are so you hot. doing after this and um i was like getting a drink with you oh my god <laughs> wow and then and then he's like let's go to the dresden which 
So we went to the Dresden and it literally looks like a set from an old Hollywood movie. Like it looks like like any movie that Al Pacino's in and he needs to have like a conversation with the main character about how he's going to kill the main character <laughs> um, if he doesn't deliver exit money. Uh-huh. And... He's like, but we're at a restaurant, so we kind of have to talk under our breaths, and we're going to swirl a martini about it. That's what the Dresden's That like. sounds really It's fun. really cool. It sounds very Hollywood. <laughs> it's very Hollywood, even though it is in Los Feliz. Nice. Yeah. That sounds fun. I want to go. I would definitely wreck it. Yeah. Yeah. Go on a date night. It's, it's a like, date night vibe? It's kitschy. It's oh, cute. I like kitschy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like Hollywood is kitschy. That's like- In general. Yeah, in general. Okay. Fair. So really good, cool spot to go to. They have dinner and a bar. Did so. you eat or no? No. Okay. But as for the date you ask, I will not be seeing him again. <laughs> oh, <was laughs> I forgot to bad? mention a crucial detail in that he was toothless. Well, <laughs> not completely. Like, wasn't it just one? Oh, my God. My roommate said that he looked like the husband in Tiger King. <laughs> Uh, the like the one that looks like Gromit. Wow. Okay. No, but Drag he, he him. was nah. He was hot. He was hot. Nice. He just was missing one front tooth. I think that could be hot, like on the right person. And it was on him. Okay. Unfortunately, the kissing was a little bitey. Oh. Or it was like a little like lip hard mm. moment. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of. Well, okay. I wanted to say like, I feel like. I've gone, like, qu- on quite a few dates since I've moved here, but, like, all pretty much duds. Like, I, like, go on daytime dates. Do you ever do? Oh, my God. Do you ever do? I could never do a daytime date. <laughs> I feel, like, weirdly, like, I have done them in the past, but, like, in L.A., like, I've gone on Like, what so do you many. even do on a date? Because the thing is that it's so hard to transition a daytime date into sex i know but that's why i do it because i don't know i like get anxious about the presumption of sex on like the first date so because how do you make it romantic well it's not really i guess it's like a vibe check i don't go on like i'm not trying for romance unless i'm already like i've already vibe checked them and know that i'm into you know yes but it's so hard on an app that's why I to do no the vibe vibe. check okay, with the lunch date. Fair, fair, fair. But let me tell you, unsuccessful thus far. I've gone on many average dates with really nice people that I am not sexually into or romantically into. Are you now friends with them? No, I want to. I was like left at like most of them being like, I'd like to be friends with this person. But I don't know how you transition like what was a date into then becoming friends i think daytime date is like business like you're just hiking i don't know i didn't have we went on lunch my ex-boyfriend used to say you can't transition lunch to sex i think if you wanted to you could sorry he just lacked imagination oh and okay okay i went on like (laughs) one nighttime date recently with it wasn't even supposed. It wasn't even a date. It was a hookup, and I didn't even want it to be one. Oh, so you broke from your tradition of? Date. I broke. I broke because I really wanted to go to this place called Akbar, which is a gay bar in Silver Lake, and I didn't have anyone to go with, and I don't have a ton of gay friends here yet. So I reached out to one of the only gay people I know here that lives in my neighborhood, which is a guy I went on a date with in New York, mm-hmm. 
which was bad. And why was it so bad? <laughs> because he's uh, he doesn't kiss very well. Mm. And what would you say he kissed like? <sighs> a lizard. Ugh. And what do you mean by lizard? It's just a lot of tongue movement in the wrong way. A lot of oh. unsensual tongue movement. Oh. Yes. And that date was weird in New York. He really liked my penis, though. <laughs> he <laughs> did compare it to a dildo. Um, and he did recite as upon viewing it for the first time, like Natalie Portman at the end of Black Swan. It's perfect. And then you can just die. And that's your uh, uh, I've got I've moment. got lots more people to show this to, okay? Okay, fair. Victory fair. tour. Anyway, so uh, we were going to go to Akbar together as friends. And I went to pregame at his place first, but it was just us. And one thing led to another, and it turned into a hookup. And I thought, you know what? Maybe, maybe a couple years have gone by. Maybe the tongue moves right maybe now. Maybe it moves right now. It didn't. So that's okay. Uh <laughs> The good thing was that I got to go to Akbar for the first time, which was really fun. It's a super low key, like dance floor in the back, bar in the front, vibey, casual, like easy to meet people, make friends. And I did meet someone that Can night. Can I ask, is it just the kissing where the tongue doesn't move right? Like, does it move right in other ways? No comment. <laughs> honestly nothing stuck out nothing stuck out more than the kissing okay fair but it's I, hard to find good kissers but i found one that night oh shit yes this other guy who i met at akbar that night like totally didn't think anything was gonna happen but one thing led to another yet again but this time the tongue moved really right and like the kissing was like sensual Uh-oh. and sexy, and like when the bar closed, we we started kissing outside against the wall, oh. and then he was like, "So whose house are we going back to? Yours or mine?" Presumptuous. I know, and I like was like, "Oh my god, that was hot," but I was also like anxious, and also you were staying with me then, so I was like felt an obligation. I could have slept on the couch for you to have. Sex. Well, you, it was okay. You know that it was okay. We we made plans later that weekend, and it went oh, well. It's an ongoing flirt. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't think necessarily like it's gonna turn into anything major. It's not big love. That's amazing that you know that about yourself. Yeah, but it's fun and I mm-hmm. like him. So I'll continue mm-hmm. to spend time with him. I think I'm never thinking about some... I am never thinking about something in terms of like, oh, this has longevity. I'm always thinking about that. Maybe, yeah. But oh. and, but it's okay because I think I moved to a place where like I used to always be thinking about it. And if it wasn't like big love, which mm-hmm. I'll define in a second... Mm-hmm. Um, then I was like moving on, but now I'm like noticing, I'm like, it's not big love, but that's okay. It's fun. And I, and I enjoy spending time with this person and it doesn't have to turn into anything. So John Anthony and I were talking one day about this concept of big love and we were like from childhood, we've always wanted this huge, like swept away romance Mm -hmm. that's like your everything yeah your true love exactly exactly and i think that like it's to me it's like it's who you're waking up next to for the rest of your life do you feel like you've had big love in your life yes (gasps) once wow that's beautiful what about you um 
I don't know. I feel like I had a really beautiful and crazy fling the past few months. And, but we have to see if it has legs, if it can survive cuffing season. Okay. But it feels big. It feels crazy. Like maybe too much so. Oh. Like it feels all consuming where I'm like, okay, I've had those like crazy romantic feelings mm-hmm. now to where I want to forget everything else in my life. Well, that's and a lot. That's, that's, that's too much. That's not good. That's not good. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of times it can start there, but like it needs to transition to like sustainability. Yes. Be- is it sustainable? Right. That is the test. And like, yeah, so that's big love. I don't know. I want like someone that I am excited to wake up next to every day and like share my life with and like share my passions with and like build each other up and just like obviously tons of romance, tons of hot sex as well. That's Gorgina. But that's what I want. I want that. I, I want that for you. And I want it for you, my friend. Oh, mm. I, I feel like we should say at this point that we've hooked up once. Yeah. And it wasn't big love. Um, okay. I was sorry. <laughs> I was straight at the time Look, so, it, or so I thought. It, was one crazy night. It was one crazy night. In it a, was hot. In a twin bed dormitory room. In college. Um, actually, at that unnamed infamous institution. Yeah, that's the one. Where actually. we hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> that, shout out. Shout out. Thank you. But we can't say who or um, where. And there was some touching. It was in New York. It was in New York. Yeah. That's important. There was some touching of areas. Yeah, we touched. We touched. Yeah, some stuff. Did you like like me? Did you like have a crush on me? No. No? No. That I thought maybe you liked me. Oh. No. No. I mean, it, I thought maybe I night, wanted to. Yeah, for I wanted night. to. I wanted hot. to like you. Whoa. But I couldn't. Yeah, but I was And that's being but gay. I felt like you ignored me after and that's what made me I'm sorry. Upset. Well, that's because I was like combating a lot of internalized like, struggles about is, my sexuality, okay. so. Okay. Hey. That's fair. That's fair. I think so. Yeah, but now we're friends again. We're, we're very good friends. After a period of not having not, mm, tumultuousness. <laughs> um, that just goes to show that life is long. It's also short. full of secrets. And full of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, anything, anything else crazy that happened this week that you want to chat about before we move on to our, our final segment? No. No? Should we just... Do you? Mm, I don't think so. Should we, should we oh, get it? Oh, should we talk about condos? Oh, yeah. yeah. What did you learn this week from your friend? Okay, so something that I just learned about Los Angeles after the hookup that I had uh-huh. was that apparently nobody in LA really uses condoms. Uh. And what is your experience with that? Nobody, like, had condoms when I asked. Ooh. And I was asking my friend, like, so what's, what, the what's the deal? And she's like, oh, I thought that's just what STD tests are for. I mean, get tested. Love that. Frequently get tested for sure. But I I prefer condoms for sure. Yeah. Um, Is it somebody that you met that night and they're, you're yeah, I don't know you. I'm not, you. I'm not putting you in me. I'm and I'm not putting it takes me in a lot you. Of trust. Yeah, it does. And you know what? The guy that I... Uh, have been casually seeing, I guess, like 
one time was like, we didn't have condoms and he was like, it's fine. Like I get tested regularly. And I was like, that's great. But like, no. <laughs> Would you raw dog with, first date? No. What no. if it was your soulmate? You were like, oh, you're my On my soulmate. first date? I don't know. No. Sorry. <laughs> I think I nope. just really wanted to say raw dog. Yeah. Raw I would dog. raw dog with my boyfriend. Oh, hot. <laughs> um, so should we, do you want to introduce our, like, fi- our ending segment for the shows? Okay. So our ending segment is called Glimmer of Hope. And so we want to, you know, living in Los Angeles can be hard and exciting and finding love can be hard and exciting. And we always want to end our pod on something hopeful. hopeful. Yeah. Hopeful. So what was your glimmer of hope this week? Uh, my glimmer of hope this week was that my friend from work, like one of my gay friends from work, um, got me into this thing called AIDS Life Cycle, which is this huge fundraiser and like bike ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles. It happens in June and it's this fundraiser to help end AIDS. And um, he was just saying it's like life changing. It's so fun. And it sounded really cool to me. I was like, I'm super passionate about that issue. And like, I want to meet a bunch of gay people and like, I want to get fit and I want to like ride my bike down the PCH and it just sounds like the best time ever. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And because it's like something I know that I'm only doing or I'm only able to do because I live here. Yeah. If I didn't move here, I wouldn't have found out about it and I probably wouldn't be participating. That sounds really fun. It sounds like an endeavor. Like it will be. It sounds like a really like physical grueling experience that will change you. And I just got a loner bike, like a proper, like, racing or riding bike i don't he's know he's not even it. allowed to ride it for fun no it's like for training only yeah. and it's what i will ride most likely in june so. oh my god you should name it i the should stallion. name it Ooh. Ooh. the italian stallion that's what uh um, that's rocky already is. what you are yeah but that's like rocky what's rocky the movie rocky oh the italian seen. stallion that's what he's called that's hot yeah what was your glimmer this week? My glimmer was I was invited to this HBO um, screening for it was a festival that they were doing for Asian American filmmakers. Ah, yeah. <laughs> guess so what? I am an Asian American. That's right, girly <laughs> in film and TV. <laughs> and so they screened the three finalists, and there was one that was so freaking good. I want to shout it out called Little Sky, uh-huh. and it's directed by Jess X Snow. What's it about? It's about this drag queen in New York, and it has like flashbacks to their childhood and like finding their father and family stuff. Uh-huh. It was just so well made. I think it's actually going to be on HBO Max, and it actually made me really inspired I to write. You should. The music is so good. Uh-huh. Anyway, we went to. And then afterwards, importantly, there was an after party. Hell yeah, I love those. And Daniel Day Kim was there. <gasps> yeah. He's so hot. So hot. And like Jamie Chung was there. And it was just like, oh my God, like so many cool people to meet. And like that's why ultimately we're in Los Angeles to meet cool people. That's what I think. Yeah. That's... It was just like the first night where I was like, okay, there's like real, real reason to be here. I'm here, baby. And it I'm feels here. groovy. Groovy. Well, that sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess, man. <laughs> hey, man. So awesome, man. Uh, 
Well, that was great. Like, we're going to do this again, I think, right? Right. <laughs> so look forward, I guess, to more. Um, I guess we all have a date for the next time. It'll be. A date with Jonathan Andrea. Double date. Not sex this time, though. Like our well, infamous not night. Not you and me. Not but between us. It would, it would be like sex over microphone for the listener, actually. Use protection. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been Honey Honey for Love. Love.